Hey friend, welcome to the broadcast. You know, as the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated and the host of the program you're listening to right now called Bible Tracked Echoes, there are numerous privileges that I have. Chief among them, well, talking to people like you through this radio program. I esteem that very highly in my mind. But there are numerous other things. I get to work with some amazing people. I get to direct a ministry that has a great legacy. I get to be co-laborers with people like you. I can't tell you what that means to me. But one of the greatest joys that I have is the opportunity to stand in the stead, to sit behind this microphone that once our founder did. Dr. Paul Levine. Now, you may have never heard his name, and you may be wondering, if you have heard his name, why do I talk about him so much? Well, you know as well as I do that if we neglect or forget our history, we are destined to repeat it. And you also realize that, yes, we should learn from our mistakes, but I'd much rather learn from the experiences of others. And there have been some great men that have come before me, great men and women. I think of Dr. Paul. I think of his wife, Dorothy. I think of the innumerable staff that have graced Bible Tracks Incorporated with their presence. Today, I have the honor of reintroducing to you Dr. Paul Levine. Every once in a while, I'll bring one of his messages from the archives. Maybe you've heard this one before, but I don't think you have because it comes to us from 1979. It's called, the title today is this, God Wants Your Body. God Wants Your Body. What does that mean? Well, I'll encourage you to buckle up. Keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times because Dr. Paul is going to start this message off at about, oh, I don't know, 95% of full power, and then he's going to crank it up to 110% in the very near future. So if you would... Put on your thinking caps, come with a tender heart and open ears to Dr. Paul Levine, a message preached at the Bill Rice Ranch many years ago. It's titled, God Wants Your Body. Chapter 12, this is the verse that uh, Brother Garlock's been using. I'm not going to preach his sermon, but I just want to start off from this verse tonight. Romans chapter 12, let's all stand while we read it together. Romans chapter 12. Matthew, Mark, Luke, Acts, Genesis, and then Romans. I mean, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. Romans chapter 12. You got it now? <laughs> I'm glad you're awake. Now stay awake now for a while, will you, till we get through. Let's everybody read it together. Here we go. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's pray. Dear Lord, in Jesus' name, in thy name, we pray thy blessing upon this part of the service, that thou make it easy for the preacher to preach, and uh, that thou make it easy for the people to hear thy voice. May they listen for thy voice tonight. May these young folks listen or something that's going to help them. May they not turn thee out or turn anybody out, but may they listen for some truth that will help them. And we pray that this will be the night of great victory in many lives, and that the joy bells are, will start to ring in the lives of many of young people here who may up until this moment may not be so happy because of sin in their lives. Hear our prayer 
and give us some real fruit now in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. God wants your body. By the way, so does the devil, young people. He wants your body too. And by the way, somebody's going to get your body. Did you know that? Let me say that again. God wants your body, so does the devil. And somebody's going to get it. Somebody is going to get your body, or something is going to get your body. If God doesn't get your body, the devil will. If the Savior doesn't get your body, then Satan will. Somebody's going to get your body. The rock crowd uh, is out to get your body. They're only trying to get a hold of your, they're trying to get your ears and your mind. They want to get your body. You know why? They want to make money off of you. And then the tobacco crowd's out to get your body too. You know why? Because they want to make some money on you. The booze bunch is out to get your body. You know why? They want to make some money on you. Boy, a lot of folks out to your dough, isn't it? Yes, sir. And then uh, the filthy literature crowd, they're out to get your eyes. They want you to read their dirty ma magazines and books because you know why? They want to make money on you. And the drug pushers, same way. They are out to get your hands and your body. You know why? They want to make money on you, off of you. By the way, you know something? This crowd that's after your money doesn't love you. You think the rock crowd loves you? Do you think the tobacco crowd loves you? Do you think the booze bunch loves you? How about the filthy literature crowd? Do you think they love you? Do the drug pushers love you? No, they don't love you. All they love is your pocketbook, see? Take, for example, the rock crowd you've been hearing so much about. You think they love you? You think these atheists and these God-haters care anything about you? No, they don't care anything about you, young folks, except your purse. They're, they sure, surely do love your purse. Now, they don't love you, see? They don't really care what happens to you. They don't care what rock music will do to you. They don't care what tobacco will do to you. They don't care about what the liquor will do to you. They don't care. They're just out to get your money. They don't love you. Not only that, but they hate what you say you love. See, you say you love Jesus, they hate the Lord Jesus. You say you love God, they hate your God. You say you love the church, they hate your church. You say you love your pastor, they hate your pastor. They hate everything that's good and honest and decent, and the rock crowd does. And um, so, this rock crowd, now that uh, you've been hearing so much about, they hate your God, they hate your Christ, they hate your Jesus, they hate your Bible, they hate your church, they hate it all. Let me ask you a question. Why should you make millionaires out of them? How come you should take money and buy their dirty, rotten records and make millionaires out of the rock crowd? And by the way, you know where you get the money to buy the cigarettes and you know where you get the money to buy dope and where you get the money to, to buy your rock records and where you get the money to buy filthy literature or whatever it is? You know where you get the money? If you're a Christian, now listen now, if you're a Christian, you don't belong to yourself. What? No, you're not that your, your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit which is in you, which you have of God, and, 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 and ye are not your own. Ye are not your own. This is my body. No, it isn't. I feel saved. It's God's body. This is my money. No, sir, it isn't either your money. It's God's money if you're a Christian. Ye are not your own. Why? Because you're bought with a price. Therefore, honor God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Okay, so you got, uh, you got some uh, marijuana in your pocket, or I hope you better not have it here. You got some, um, you got some cigarettes around uh, your house somewhere. You got some liquor, some dirty literature, or some rock records. You know where you got it? You know where you got the money? You know where you got the money? I'll tell you where you got the money. You stole that money from God. That's God's money. You stole God's money and you helped make millionaires out of the kind of a crowd you've been hearing Brother Garlock talk about all week. See? And they are out to get your body. And boy, you know what? They get your body and get you. They get your money. And uh, they're getting rich off of you. Don't be a sucker for them. Why should you be a sucker for them? Why should you make millionaires out of them when they don't care that much about you? And why? And, 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 and then not only that, but they hate whatever, whatever you say you love. That's, uh, that's decent and pure. Now, young folks, you're going to, you're the one who makes a choice now as to who gets your body. See? You make the choice. Why don't you give your body to the God who loves you? 
The other godless crowd doesn't love you, but God does love you. And not only that, he gave himself for you. He gave himself for you. Now he wants you to give yourself to him. All right, quickly now, three or four words from uh, Romans chapter 12, 1 or 2. The first word, if you want to write it down, if you want a little outline, here it is. The first word is dedication. Dedication. I beseech you. That means I beg of you. I beseech you, therefore, uh, by the mercies of God, because God's been so good to you, that ye present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Uh, notice what God wants. He doesn't say he wants your talents. Somebody says, I'm going to do God a big favor. I can blow a horn good. I can blow a harmonica good. I got the gift of gab. And uh, I can play a piano well. And I can sing well. I'm going to do God a big favor and give him my talents. That's not what he's asking for. He's just asking for all of you. All of you. All that there is of you. Your whole body. See? He wants the whole business. Not just your talents. Not just your money. Not just your gifts. He just wants you. Well, you say, Brother Paul, I don't know for sure if he wants my body or not. Yes, he wants yours. He, every Christian that's alive, he wants their body. Housewives, bricklayers, carpenters, musicians, and, and the doctors, and nurses, and bankers, and whatever you are, say, God wants your body. It's your body he wants. You say, how do I know he's talking about me, and how do I know he wants my body? All right, now here's a few questions to help you that. Number one, are you a Christian? Yes. All right, then he wants your body, because he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. That means Christians. All right, now, if you're a Christian, he's asking for your body. Let me ask you another question. Uh, do you have a body? How many have a body? Most of you do, all right? Then he wants it. If you have a body, and if you're a Christian, it's your body he's asking for. Number three, has God been good to you? Has God been merciful to you? How many say yes? How many can say amen? God's been merciful to me. Say amen, will you? All right, now, God's been merciful to you, so merciful to you. For example, you could have been born in Russia, but you were born in the United States. That's God's mercy. Uh, some of you came from or uh, uh, grew up in Christian homes. That's God's, by God's mercy, you are in a Christian home. Some of you, by the mercy of God, have a dad that'll lick the tar out of you if you do wrong. Boy, you say, you mean that's the mercy of God? Yes, sir. By the mercy of God, you get the tar knocked out of you now and then. Yes, sir. You mean I'm supposed to thank God for that? Yes, sir. You better thank God for that. If you don't, yeah, listen, many a young folk, folks, a young man, a young lady has gone plumb to the devil because he didn't have a dad to whip him when he needed it. See? So, if you've got in a Christian home, that's God's mercy. You've got a dad that makes you mine. That's God's mercy. Some of you come from a good church. That's by God's mercy. You have a good pastor, like uh, Brother Bud, Bud Stahl down here, some of you pastors. You're thank God for that, young folks. You see, some young folks don't have Christian homes. They don't have a dad to read the Bible and pray with them. They don't have a good church to go to. They don't have a good pastor. Look, uh, look here's something else. You have your right mind. You are not an idiot. You have your right mind. That's by God's mercy. You ought to thank God for that. See? And some of you are saved. Most of you are saved on the way to heaven. That's by God's mercy. You see? Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. And so God has shown his mercy to you in many, many ways. The fact that you're here tonight is by God's mercy. So let me ask you a question. Do you have a body? Yes. Are you a Christian? Yes. Because has God had mercy on you? Yes. Well, then he wants your body. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, Christians, that you present your bodies. And if God, and, and that's by the mercies of God. All right? Does God own your body? Yes. He already owns it. Okay? Uh, does he want you to serve him? Yes. The answer to every one of these questions is he wants your body. He wants your body because you belong to him. He wants your body because he's had mercies on you. He wants your body because he already owns it. He wants to take your hands off of his property and give it over to him by an act of your will.
even in just that 10-minute segment that we got to enjoy today. There are so many application points that we could draw. But let me ask one or two simple questions of you today. Do you recognize God's claim on your life? Furthermore, do you recognize his mercy that he's shown you? I have half an idea that if we truly understood God's great mercy and his grace for us, we would be much more apt, much more quick to understand his claim on our life and be willing to get out of the driver's seat and install Jesus as our pilot. Let me encourage you, join us all this week on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast as we listen to Paul Levine continue this amazing thought that we all need to hear. It's not just for teenagers, it's for you and me as well. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.